are warrior cats. In this book, at the beginning, they are just ending a battle and have to bury the dead. Later on, Star Clan comes to tell them a message that they have to figure out before they can use. The clans decide to come together and become friends. Later, a sickness spreads out and covers where they live. They do not know a cure for it, but they think it might do with Star Clan's message. Clear Sky invited a rogue named One-Eye into his clan. One-Eye becomes a mass killer and drives Clear Sky away from his clan. Later on, they have to kill One-Eye in a battle. One-Eye came with a lot of rogues, so they ended up having to come back with a sneak attack planned by Greywing. They find a cure for the sickness, a flower, and they use it to cure the ill. This book is a window and a mirror to me because we have a bad illness we have to deal with. It is also a window to me because I am not a cat and I do not live outside. The setting of this book is on a moor in a forest and around a marsh and I think the time is from 1980s to 2010. A character I find interesting is Greywing because he thinks he belongs with a rogue group and then joins it back with his clan. He figures out the plan to kill One-Eye and he is a brave but also careful character. He is interesting and very smart. He doesn't know where he belongs at first and then realizes his real home is it his clan. He becomes a better brother to Clear Sky and thinks more about himself to live a good life. A reader who would enjoy this book is someone who likes mystery, cliffhangers, and violence. This book is about a girl named Aru who lives with her mother in a museum. Statues and other objects. One of the objects in the museum is a cursed lamp. One day, Aru lights the lamp, releasing the evil inside. This book is based on Hindu mythology. This book is a window for me because I don't live in a museum and I am not magical. This book takes place in Aru's museum in Georgia at the start and in various places during the middle of the book to the end. I think. A character that is interesting is Minnie because she's the daughter of death, but she's so afraid of sicknesses and germs and other things that you can die because of. Someone who enjoys fantasy and mythology and a lot of humor would enjoy this book. Arufo yanked forward. Gone was the mild weather of Georgia. Everything was cold and bright. When she blinked, she saw that she was standing on a large driveway of a sprawling white house. The sun had begun to set. All the trees were bare, and right in front of her was a giant turtle? Wait, no, a girl. A girl wearing an extremely unflattering backpack. She stood with her arms crossed and what looked like black boar paint smudged under her eyes. She had thick, a thick pen in one hand and a bag of almonds in the other. Are there bees in the other, word? other world? asked the girl. She didn't seem very surprised to see her. In fact, her gaze was a little reproachful, as if Aru had a grand blade. I don't know if I'm actually allergic, but you know. Or no. 
can die within a minute of a feasting. A minute. I bet there are no emergency rooms. I mean, I know there's magical healing and all, but what if it isn't enough? The girl snapped her eyes toward the room, her gaze narrowing. I hope you don't, you don't have a bee allergy. I only have one EpiPen, but I guess we could share. I'll stab you, you stab me. Arush stared at, stared at her. This was the other legendary Pandava sister, descended from a god. The girl started digging through her backpack, booth lace planted onto the grass. Aru could hear his muffled sob of, why god, why me? The Sister's Grim by Michael Buckley. Sisters Grimm is a book about two girls named Sabrina and Daphne Grimm. All their life, they have been told that their grandmother was dead, but when their parents go missing, they are sent to go live with their grandmother. Sabrina, who has been in so many foster homes, knows that when old ladies see that they're their, their grandma, they would have to be lying. Well, to Grimm, the girl's so-called, quote-unquote, grandma, tells the girls that Fairport Landing is a town full of ever-afters, who are magical beings, like Snow White, Prince Charming, the Big Red Wolf, Puck, and the Magic Mirror. Sabrina, who is almost 12, thinks that Rhonda is a lunatic, but soon has to believe her when she and her friend, Mr. Candace, get kidnapped by a 200-foot-tall giant. Will she and Daphne save them, or will it be too late? This book is a window to me because my parents aren't missing. I don't live in a magical town, and I'm not a quote-unquote orphan. The setting of this book is a made-up place, but it's on the edge of New York in Fairport Landing. The time is probably in the 1900s because they don't have good technology and everything seems all tiny. One of the characters that I find interesting is Puck because he is a trickster king and can shapeshift into any animal. In the first couple of the books, he is really mean, but in the last few, he is pretty kind. A reader that would like this book series is someone who likes mystery, fantasy, and violence. Sabrina made a deep, impatient sigh. Mayor Charming was rude and horrible, but he had a point. Mrs. Grimm wasn't a detective. She was a busybody. This was a job for the police. Wait, I see something that looks wrong. The ground around the house is smashed down. Excellent eyes. And what could cause something like that to happen, Sabrina? I don't know. Are we going to sit here all day? Sabrina asked with a yawn. What do you think did it? Daphne asked the old woman. A giant's foot, Mrs. Grimm answered. Find a giant beanstalk, leaf, and you'll probably find a giant. Daphne laughed. Sabrina was horrified. She's funny, Daphne giggled. In the head, Sabrina grumbled. She eyed the field, wondering if she and Daphne might be able to make a run for it then and there. No, she didn't have a clue where they were. They could wander the woods that circled the farm for days and days, and after their last trip in the woods, she wasn't eagle, eager for a return visit. She needed to get a better sense of the town and its roads before she and her sister could make another escaped attempt. I want to ride on the tractor, Daphne cried, leaping up and pulling her sister with her. She dragged Sabrina to the rusty red tractor and begged to be helped into the seat. Sabrina hoisted her up, and Daphne grabbed the wheel and turned it, making vroom-vroom noises. She pretended to drive. Look at me, I'm a farmer, she said in a goofy voice. Sabrina laughed and decided to play along. What kind of food do you grow in here, Farmer Grimm? Why, I grow candy on this farm here. Daphne laughed. Bushels and bushels of candy. Just sent my crop to market last week. Got me a pretty penny, I did. Sabrina smiled, even as a shadow drifted over her heart. Why had their mom and dad abandoned them? Didn't they realize the girl would be flung in every direction, never finding a place to call home? 
and forced to live with people who belonged in hospitals and prisons. Sure, Mrs. Grimm smiled a lot and made cookies that turned the day into an adventure, but with her make-believe, but that just made it her worst of the bunch. The security and dependability the old lady offered was tainted with crazy. She was like winning the lottery, only to find out the money was counterfeit. Mrs. Grimm was the cruelest thing Mrs. Smart had ever done. Sabrina, look at the house, Daphne whispered. The little girl had stopped playing and would now stare at the pile below. What? What do you see? Sabrina started the clearing but saw nothing new. Come up here. You have to see it from up here. Sabrina called up onto the tractor and stood tall on its hood. There, look around the pile. What Sabrina saw, what her sister was so excited about, her heart leapt into her throat. The indentation surrounding the rubble had a shape. It's a footprint, she gasped. Kabushi. Amulet is about a family moving to a house with mysterious circumstances, and the main character, Emily, finds an amulet with magical powers, and then they find a door that goes to this world with magical creatures. This book is a window and a mirror because I have moved before, but there is no gateway to a magical world. This book seems to take place in, in some year in the current era, at a house in the middle of nowhere. An interesting character is Gavin because he's the little brother and worries a lot. A reader who would like this book is someone who likes action and graphic novels. This home is going to require a lot of love. Everyone, stay close. Watch your step. There's no... There's simply no way we can sleep here under these conditions. We'll have to attack it. You ready? Ready when you are, Mom. Bring it on! Charge! Treasure Hunters is a book about four kids whose mother got kidnapped in Cyprus. Then while sailing to look for treasure, they get caught in a storm. Then their dad dies. Everyone but Bick thinks he's dead. But is Bick right? But then the kids hear from their mom's kidnappers that they want a greasy errand for their mom. Who, what will happen? Who knows? This book is a window to me because I do not look for treasure and I do not have missing parents. This takes place all around the world as the kid family tries to find the greasy urn. I think the kid's uncle, Timothy, is cool because he never takes off his sunglasses and talks weird stuff into an ear and never blinks at like Storm Kid. I like. I think a reader would like this book if they like acti- action, adventure, and mystery.